Hello, Vapers, Forrest. Who is your secret crush in our THR world? How many days can you go without vaping? Think that there is an actual case study of a country that is becoming smoke-free. I had to live for one week with disposable vapes and I hated it. If Michael Bloomberg was at this table today, what would you tell him? One flavor? Now I cannot imagine my life without strawberry. Good call, but definitely not secret. I love all flavors. Fully think it's better than, yeah. than smoking. Hello world, welcome to the Vaping Unplugged podcast. Everything you need to know about vaping and tobacco harm reduction. Hello vapers, uh, for today's special episode we decided to um, go a little bit different way so we will be asking each other some personal questions and fun questions about WVA. Leek, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Are you ready? I am. Let's start with the first question. So what are your hopes for the next year for WVA? Oh, that's a good one. I would definitely hope uh, that we continue expanding on our network as much as possible. I have very high hopes for our ambassador program and fellowship program because it's very important for us to get this community growing to influence the regulations and whatever we can expect for upcoming year that we'll need to participate in and we need to make vapors voices heard more so i think the biggest hope for me would be the growing of the community aspect for us best of luck to mm -hmm. us thank you so first question for you would be have you successfully converted anyone from smoking to vaping um i tried <laughs> that was my mother. Mm -hmm. um, well, I gave her all the different devices, all the different flavors, and uh, she did switch for some time. Mm -hmm. Then she switched back to the cigarettes, but for now she gave up smoking. And that's the only one you tried? Um, that's the only one I tried because my da dad was already vapor before Ooh, cool. I found out about it. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, okay, next question for you. Um, how did you start vaping, Lake? What's your story? That's a good question. I actually started uh, smoking quite early in life, so I was desperately looking for ways to quit, and I tried quitting smoking um, just cold turkey without anything else, and I, unfortunately I was unsuccessful. And the minute I heard from my friends about vaping, I was very impressed and I was like jumped into that option uh, to start vaping. It was a gradual thing for, for me for switching, but I think um, I didn't even know about the option to um, uh, not quit smoking without uh, any help. So it was very good for me to discover. That was a few years ago, and I think it was quite new for um, at least my community in Georgia. So, um, but I was very happy to find out we already had a vape shop and a small community of vapors who were very kind to explain everything to me. It was kind of the same for me. Like mm, I was smoker for, a, for many years and I tried quitting so many times, but mm -hmm. nothing worked before, uh, unless before I discovered vaping. And then when I did, I just didn't have any cigarettes after that. I'm just not interested in, in it anymore. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, my, yeah, okay, my your turn. turn. Okay, let's get started. If Michael Bloomberg was at this table today, what would you tell him? I will tell him. I will tell him Merry Christmas first of all, 
and then I will tell him to stop doing what he's doing, um, misinforming people, spreading misinformation, and keeping people of, I mean, not allowing people to quit smoking due to what he promotes. So that will be my message to him. Yeah, I'll go next. I'll ask you now. Okay. What is one thing that you will tell every smoker? One thing that every smoker should know? Oh, wow, that's such a great question. I think that um, every smoker should know about the impact of smoking on their health so that they can actually make uh, a conscious informed decision if they want to continue smoking or not. Uh, a lot of times people uh, start smoking because of uh, different reasons, uh, maybe social ex seeking social acceptance or kind of like a protest or because it's one of the ways to help them calm in stressful situations. So I hope that um, every smoker knows about the actual impact of, uh, uh, of burning tobacco uh, on, their, uh, on their health and also know that there are alternatives that are less harmful and can still uh, satisfy some of those uh, needs that they seek with smoking. Cool, very nice. So Lisa, your turn. Let's start with question number one. Who is your secret crush in our THR world? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the person who I'm going like, to mention now is not a secret that everyone in THR world has a crush because it's like it's Clive Bates. The first time I got introduced to tobacco harm reduction, I started reading his work and his website is perfect uh, to get a good structure of um, how the THR world works. So yeah, I would definitely say Clive Bates. Good call, but definitely not secret. Yeah, that's what I... Oh, it's your turn now. So, what are your favorite flavors? Ooh, that's a tough one. I mean, I never used tobacco and I always have um, apple at home. But then with three or four others, I always switch around. But it's always fruit stuff. So never candy or desert or those kind of things. That's too sweet, but fruits are perfect for me. Yeah, that's complete opposite for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, choices matter and options matter and flavors matter. If you could only vape one flavor, what would that be? Okay, <laughs> that's a very good question. Well, I'm going to be honest here. I started with the tobacco flavor. Mm -hmm. I liked it a lot, but then I started discovering uh, different flavors. And now I cannot imagine my life without strawberry yogurt flavor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Leek, why do you think vaping is important for consumers? I think it's all about the choice. We need to, as both you and I have shared our stories, and we just wanted to have an option to quit smoking through another option um, because it was so hard for us. It's the matter of choice. We need to have our free um, choice to um, find out what works for us. And I think it's very important that everyone finds individually what works for them. Um, so I think it's just quite important to have that right um, to stand by it. Yes. Uh, so, Alberto, uh, who is your favorite vapor? Uh, my favorite vapor, 
all WBA team stuff. They are my favorite papers, and all our partners, they are my favorite papers too. Um, but if I had to pick one person from the vaping world, tobacco harm reduction world, uh, one person that I love is Roberto Sussman, mm. a Mexican scientist. He's really great, has great research, very nice guy. And he, he speaks very well about THR um, and he really delivers some message that impacts and makes a difference. So I would choose him. Yeah. Great. Oh yeah, let me ask you one question. You have to fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. I hate mm, flavor. Where oh. are some flavors that you hate? You oh, uh, I love all flavors, uh, but it's very hard to choose. Um, but I think I would go with um, with some very too sweet flavor. Like uh, I know that's probably like, the favorite for some of our team members, but strawberry is not is not favorite for me. Um, I would prefer something more minty or like um, something ice. Yeah, so, same. Actually, I don't really yeah. like like super sweet flavors like yeah. cake, chocolate, these kind of things. Yes. Too sweet. So, question number two for you. If you could describe WBA members with one flavor, what would it be? One flavor? It's really risky because I think they're going to kill me. Like, all of you, uh, you use different flavors and I don't know how are you going to take this. Because for me, like, I recently, I love bubblegum. It's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> and I love all WBA members. So I would describe everyone as a bubblegum, but I'm not sure how happy you are with that. <laughs> I would have said uh, berry mix. Then you can put everything okay, in there. Like yeah. Safe <laughs> choice, but I went for a riskier one. Bubblegum, I love. Okay, it's your turn. Um, what is the weirdest place where you vaped? Ooh, the weirdest place. I mean, I vape everywhere. Yeah, so is there a place that is weird <laughs> for yeah, vaping? Yeah. I think it's not weird. Mm, I mean, probably the weirdest place was, or even country, was Thailand, where it's criminalized and you might go to, or officially you could go to prison when you vape. Um, so I didn't bring my vape, but you can buy on the black market everywhere disposable vapes. And I had to live for one week with disposable vapes and I hated it. Okay, I could imagine. Um, next question for you. Um, how many days can you go without vaping? Ouch! <laughs> uh, okay, um, I love vaping. Um, and um, I love having it in my hand all the time. Um, I hate the when I have to go on the flight and I cannot vape there. So the max um, I've done was maybe um, eight hours on my long flights, but I didn't like it. I cannot go without vaping for a day. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? Okay, Lik. Um, yes. Which vape flavors repre flavor represents your personality? That's a hard question because I do have one favorite flavor that I would say I would never, if I had to choose that one flavor that I would only stick with that one, it would be mango flavored. So I don't know if that actually represents personality per se, but for me it's like very, it's it, it very favorite. <laughs> so I would pick that one. <laughs> Lovely. So if you had a teenager, if you had a son, and you found out that he's vaping, what would you do? What would you tell him? Mm, oh my God. 
Well, probably I definitely would not encourage uh, my son to be vaping uh, at such a young age. And especially, uh, let's assume that uh, that was the way for him to stop smoking, which I hope <laughs> it would be the case. But I would, in any case, I would encourage to, uh, in such young age, to don't, uh, to don't vape, don't smoke, um, and uh, basically explore, uh, explore this only when needed. And I mean, um, I think that education should work pretty well when you're like throughout some time uh, educating and informing and explaining mm -hmm. all of the uh, dangers and benefits. Like it has to be very fair. Uh, so I hope that um, my son will be able to make an informed decision and hopefully don't start smoking or vaping until uh, they're adults. Well. If he doesn't smoke, better that he doesn't yeah. vape also. Yes, exactly, exactly. But I think that education is, should be uh, should be the primary um, approach. Uh, okay, Alberto. So since you've talked about this, uh, what is your favorite flavor? So well, I don't usually vape, so it's not that I know a lot of flavors, but I really like mint flavors, like mm -hmm. ice mint, and I also like some uh, fruit flavors. I like fruity flavors, like watermelon, mm -hmm. mango. Strawberry, I actually like. Sorry, Julia. Mango ice. Mango ice is really good. Um, I like those, but especially no sweet flavors like cake mm. and all of those. Mm. I, I really dislike them. No cake flavor for Alberto. No cake. <laughs> um, question number three, if I'm not mistaken. How did you find out about vaping? I think that happened in my student years when I was trying to quit smoking and the vapes were a new thing in Georgia and I don't know, I researched it and oh, really? yeah, yeah, I found that out and then I went to the local vape shop and the guys were really friendly, they explained everything to me, but it also was kind of a community vape shop because everyone was sitting in a vape shop <laughs> and vaping. Yeah, and that was my first interaction with the vaping world. Oh, it's your turn now. I always forget when I talk, it's like, then I feel like, what's going on? Okay, that's interesting. What do you enjoy most about your everyday work? Ooh, what I enjoy most. I mean, I think working with so many very different people, um, that is one of the main pleasures. I mean, we have partners all over the world, so we're all different cultures but also different backgrounds of the activists themselves. Obviously, within our team alone, um, we have a very diverse team. And obviously, fighting for a cause where you fully are behind and believe in is always a pleasure. And I think that mainly drives me personally because um, I was able to quit smoking thanks to vaping. So I'm fully behind this product and fully believe in it and that makes it easy, that doesn't feel like work then. Right, that's a good answer, I love it. <laughs> it's not that I have to evaluate. But <laughs> um, next question for you, how was the moment you realized you wanted to give up smoking? Oh, um, 
Actually, when I was a smoker, a lot of people were telling me that you should quit. This is not good for you. But I was like, mm, I just like yeah. it. This is part of my lifestyle. But then um, I started going to the gym and I realized that um, this was not working for me. I had uh, less ability to perform um, the same um, exercises mm -hmm. that others were performing. So I was like, maybe it's time to stop. But I did not stop after that for a long time before I discovered vaping because... But that was the time the question was born. Like, yes, that was the I first time I thought, maybe this is really bad for me. <laughs> maybe I'm not healthy right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and apparently after I started vaping now, I can perform pretty well in the gym. Good for you, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Luke, my last question for you is, um, what is your favorite memory in WVA? That's a good one. I would say that was um, two years ago when I first attended um, uh, World Vape Day. And it was a very big celebration that was um, joined by a lot of our partners from around the world. Uh, but we also had um, um, an in-person celebration. I actually went and met a community uh, there, so it was First time I was also starting to um, get to know WVA and it was definitely the most impressive for me and my favorite one because it was, it was great. It was super interesting, it was super inspirational and a lot of fun. Yeah, indeed it was a lot of fun and um, I'm happy I was there as well. Me too, yeah. So um, Alberto, what are your hopes for the next year for WVA? For next year, I hope that we keep growing our community, our members base, our partners uh, community, and also that we get some good uh, new regulations, especially in Latin America. I think we can be positive that there are going to be some good changes. So that's my hope this year. Um, I hope that happens. Let's hope so. Let's ask. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's work. Ask it now for Christmas. <laughs> we have to work um, hard. Yeah. Okay. Um, so for next year, 2024, what are your wishes for vaping? Uh, pretty much the same. I would wish for uh, our decision-making community to be better informed about the technology uh, and about the health benefits and health risks of all products, of uh, cigarettes, of e-cigarettes, of uh, nicotine pouches, of heat not burn tobacco, because only uh, then they can make uh, informed decisions and they can apply and you know, design uh, risk-based uh, and science-backed uh, regulation. Mm -hmm. So that would be my biggest wish is for everybody to uh, have access to reliable information, better of all uh, researchers and science-backed uh, information so that uh, at some point in the future, hopefully, um, vaping would not be uh, equated to tobacco, uh, would not be appearing in the same sentences in the regulations because these are completely different products and they, uh, vaping e-cigarettes products, they um, operate as substitutes for tobacco and as a federal product, yes. Um, if you could pass any regulation, what would that be and where? I think we need to reformulate this if yeah. you could scrap any regulation. Yeah, exactly. I would lift them, not <laughs> pass them. Well, <clears throat> I 
For instance, in my country now, one of the most pressing issues is the taxation because they have increased the tax five times and now uh, vape products are not so um, accessible anymore for consumers who want to switch. That bothers me <laughs> because it got pricier for me, of course. But other than that, um, like all the regulations and restrictions that actually prevent people from switching, definitely I would lift them. The flavors restrictions really are concerning and bothering and that's also flavors are the topic that policymakers go after sadly and uh, I think that should be reconsidered but also many many aspects and if you want to <laughs> you know get learn more about all those restrictions and what WBA does you guys can visit our website we all talk about like those policy issues. So basically you would be a very busy health minister with scrapping all the regulations and probably everyone would hate me. <laughs> we would love you then. Uh... Um, all right, last but not least, uh, which was your favorite episode of the Vaping Unplugged podcast in 2023? Mm, I mean, I like a lot of them, but my favorite episode was um, actually a very recent one that we had with, uh, with our, that I recorded with one of our partners. Uh, Hazard from Brazil, mm -hmm. uh, because he well he has a lot of good information. He knows a lot about vaping, and he is really, I think he's one of the person that is fighting the most to have mm -hmm. uh, to change the situation in his country and have a regulation there. And actually, their work uh, it's actually progressing. Uh, they are about to get a regulation, and so it was very interesting to hear from him how he has fought misinformation in the country, how he has deal with politicians to make a, re a real change and impact. So I really loved recording that one with him. So hi to Hazard, by the way. Well, it's so great. And uh, Hazard is doing a great work. Yeah. Last question for you, Julia. What is the achievement that makes you a proud uh, vaping advocate? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, it's very difficult to talk about one, but I think kind of the achievement for all of us in sort of harm reduction vaping community has been the example of uh, Sweden and kind of uh, mm -hmm. seeing that there is an actual uh, case study of a country that is becoming smoke free based on the harm reduction approach and uh, damage mitigation uh, approach is fantastic. It shows us that kind of the good future for our world is possible and it's not done through prohibition. It can be achieved through uh, allowing people to uh, basically consume what they believe is best for them, uh, having very good education about, uh, about it and uh, yeah, just kind of embracing harm reduction. So uh, I would wish for the next year to have uh, at least one more country in this world uh, to, to join Sweden. I mean, that's a dream if every country follows Sweden, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. So my last question for you, what would you be doing right now if you were not working for WVA? Oh, that's such a good question. Well, honestly, I think I would still be working in uh, harm reduction area because, mm, uh, well, my first and foremost interest before WVA was drug policy reform. Um, I would still be working in harm reduction and trying to uh, change the repressive regulations uh, against uh, the drug users.
Definitely good to hear at all around advocacy for us, right? Exactly, yes. Um, so, final question for you. Who do you think vapes the most in the WVA team? That's definitely you, Michael. <laughs> because I think we also have, I, I mostly vape with the pot as well. Your clouds are way bigger and visible on the calls than ours probably. But I sometimes forget that I'm on the call when we are on the call, for instance, and we vape and then I realize it might be rude because my camera also gets <laughs> like... Uh, between us, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I have the last question for you too. Um, have your friends been misinformed about vaping and how did you handle it? Uh, all of them. I mean, I'm still still discussing sometimes within my family if vaping is more or less harmful than smoking. So that's really terrible how widespread this misinformation is. And most, most of the people are. But I also see that people are actually very interested in it. And the first reaction is always, oh, that's probably fake studies and stuff like that. But if you explain it to them, then they rather quickly understand and, and feel that we are not lying. And yeah. obviously personal experience comes into that as well. And then most of them, I mean, all of my friends now, they, they fully think it's better than, yeah. than smoking. But I think it's really a good starting point for advocates to start talking to yeah. their friends. And then it's like very visible how hard it is to fight misinformation. For me, it's the case. Thank you so much, dear vapers, for watching our Christmas specials. Please stay tuned for more podcast episodes for 2024 and keep doing the good work of advancing harm reduction in your countries and vape on. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Bye -bye. Christmas. Okay. I think that was it, right? Yep. We did it. We did it. Nice. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, Maria.